Good morning. Good morning to you. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 923. Get your questions in ASAP. 850-437-1620. You can text into News Radio 923. I'll make sure I get Travis Thompson from Climatech your questions this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Enjoying a little extra Tom Petty there this morning. That was kind of I know. Nice. I was like really feeling it. I liked it. I feel like with the I, that should be our theme song in in America right now. <laughs> I know I can get away with saying that to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So with the beautiful temperatures creeping on up to the 90s, how are you guys Whew. doing? Little busy, just a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely gotten there. It's it's hot, it's humid. Uh, I think we got more storms the next few days, so that keeps the humidity up and. It just makes things a little bit crazy, but we do the best we can and, and keep at it. That's all we can do. So uh, it's been good. We, we've actually had a, a couple new crew members here lately that seem to be really good. Uh, very excited about them. Uh, so it's working out. It's like it always is. You kind of know what to expect. I mean, been doing it a while, so it just gets a little crazy. Try to keep everybody calm, keep everybody focused on what we're doing, and, and just keep at it. It's all we can do. So is it emergency calls emergency maintenance it is and and it's a lot of juggling that we have to do i mean obviously you've got people with absolute emergencies and no air you've got people that just want stuff looked at and you've got way more than you can do so our dispatch team does a phenomenal job of you know talking to people communicating with people trying to see what can we do here what can we do there um, and just working it out each day. Every day is kind of a new adventure. We come in, kind of all get together in the morning. Hey, what do we got that we know we got today? Let's see what we can do. Uh, try to organize it best we can. And then as soon as we finish that conversation, the phone rings. So yeah. we change it. <laughs> so what time do you all start taking calls? Well, our phone's answered 24-7. That's what uh, I thought. Yeah, the phone's answered all the time. And, and it's not this time of year. It's very typical. I mean, my personal phone rang this morning at 6.30 with somebody that needed something. And usually when we get to the office, there may be one or two other guys that have already had their phone ring, people that may have our cell phone. So we have to throw that in the mix and just do the best we can. The hardest part now is, you know, we're your day is almost full when you get to the office. And sometimes it's more than full. And you just have to try to figure out what you got to do and, and get it done. So your dispatchers, there are they guys like on your on your team that answer? Ladies and guys both. La yep. Ladies Aston, and Aston and Matt both in the office there. Aston is full time dispatch. She's in there all the time. She's the one that answers the phone ninety percent of the time. Unless okay. she's on the phone, then somebody else would answer. If Matt's in the office, he does. If not, Miss Jean. Uh, so we've got like three people in there now. Matt, in this weather, we've actually used him out in the field because mm. uh, he's learned a lot uh, in the years he's been with us. So he's helpful. So we we don't like to do it that way but it's all hands on deck this time of year that's awesome and I love that you have somebody that people can talk to and just hey hey if something's not adding up or I'm not getting the temperature down so you can call anytime 850-857-4700 to Climatech of Professional Air or visit them online climatechproair.com follow them on Facebook and also Instagram I can follow y'all there um, so we are heading into the hotter months if you do have a question 850-437-1620 um, and I do see a question here. I want to make sure I read it before I get it on over. So with the hotter months coming, do you generally see it's more of panic calls or should we go ahead and still do the maintenance ahead of time? Maintenance ahead of time for sure. Absolutely. Um, and a good 
follow up to that is one of the, the biggest things we hear this time of year, and we hear this a lot. I had a lady call me last night and we discussed it for a while. You know, my unit runs all day long or my unit won't keep temperature. Well, keeping temperature is a, a broad term because what is the temperature you're trying to keep? Um, you know, if you're trying to maintain low 70s and that being 74 down, anything below that this time of year, it is very common for a unit to either run all day long and never shut off to try to maintain that and even lose a degree or two. And we've talked about load calculations a lot on the show and how we, we have to size a house based on the heat coming into it. Well, if your house is kind of on that borderline, let's say perfect, and, and you need a three ton and you've got a three ton, by design, that unit is not going to maintain 74 degrees on a day where the heat index is 105, 107 degrees. It's just not. It's going to lose a degree or two in that very hot part of the day. And the hottest part of the day is in the later afternoon, you know, two, three, four, all the way until well after the sun goes down because our attic stays hot. So we get that a lot this time of year where people kind of think something's wrong and there may really not be. But that one or two degrees can also be a unit that last year may have been cleaner and running a little bit more efficient. Now it's a little dirtier, needs a little bit of work. So it can make a little bit of difference in that by a degree or two uh, just by having it properly cleaned and maintenanced. So it's not always the environment. No, it can just I mean, be age. It, it can, yes. Your or unit wear. definitely uses, that's right, it, it loses some efficiency as it wears and gets older. Uh, so it makes it harder on it to work. And if you've got one of those houses we're referring to where you're kind of borderline and, and when you had a two-year-old system, it seemed to do fine. Now you've got a 16-year-old system and it just can't keep up like it should. You know, just like your car engine, you know, they, they lose horsepower over time. Same thing. These compressors run way more than your car engine does. And people kind of forget about them. You know, they, they run way more than our automobiles. And if you've got an automobile that's 15 years old, what condition is it in? It's, it's getting, you know, some wear and tear on it. Same thing with your air conditioning system, but it's a lot more runtime per day than your car does. Yeah. So, I mean, and of course, it's doing a big job to keep you cool and comfortable throughout uh, the summer months. So you want to make sure that you take care of it. 850-437-1620. Uh, seems like houses these days are made like they're sealed shut. Do you think that that is causing more issues with air conditioning systems? It has definitely changed the air conditioning systems that we are accustomed to. Um, when I was younger, um, even oversizing an AC was not as big of a deal because the houses were so ventilated naturally with natural openings like you're referring to. Windows weren't sealed this tight. Doors weren't sealed this tight. So the house breathed a lot. Uh, you know, there were the, the house kind of, we refer to it as breathing because it does. Oxygen's in and out. Of course, dust and other stuff's in and out as well. So they're sealing them up to make them more energy efficient so that the, the air that we condition stays in them, which is fine. That's good. But in doing that, we do have to keep in mind the house does have to breathe. So if we get them that tight, we're now bringing in mechanical ventilation, which means we're bringing that air in intentionally, filtering it, conditioning it, whatever we want to do with it, then introducing it into the house so that we keep a fresh, clean environment in the house and not seal it up and cause a problem like that, that question was referring to where you can get it too tight. Yeah, it seems like it's like a sealed can these yep. days, but... I also feel like the insulation isn't as uh, thick, maybe in the south. 
It depends. Um, I see it. I see it range greatly. I mean, we I go up in attics every day, and and I've seen it from 18, 24 inches thick to three inches. And and every house is different. Uh, of course, age, your insulation does settle, and a lot of people they don't go up there, they don't see it, don't worry about it. But mm-hmm. that insulation that might have been 18 to 24 inches when the house was new, uh, yeah, I got in one the other day, and and somebody, uh, this customer had just bought the house. And somebody had put a radiant barrier on top of the insulation, which is not really the right way to do it, but the owner before had done it. The problem was that radiant barrier had weighted down the insulation and crushed it down to the trusses. So we really only had about three and a half inches of insulation. So it needed more insulation, Uh, but just time will settle that insulation as well. So definitely something that it's a good idea to peek your head up there every once in a while, do it early in the morning. It's a lot cooler. But, uh, yeah, like he's you know, saying, like put on your headlamp and hit it at like 4 a.m. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're good till about 9, 9 30, 10 o'clock. Then it's, it's getting warm. Oh, okay. Then I'm just sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I like open the door at 6. I'm like, nope, not today. Going back inside. <laughs> I put running on hold. Let's just say that. 850-437-1620. Follow up. Do you feel like with the newer houses, though, if they actually insulate it properly and maybe built them similar to older homes, it would be better for the AC systems? Um. <laughs> I, I like that the house is sealed tighter because we can control the environment better. With the old houses, when the wind blew, if, if you had a gap, whatever came in that gap is what you got, which oxygen and all that's great, but tons of humidity and all this other stuff, dust, whatever comes in with it too. So theoretically, let's say we sealed it up like a tin can, but I bring air into it through that straw and I run it through a filter and I run it through a dehumidifier, then I put it into that can. Now I've got oxygen with reduced dust, reduced moisture. I've got really good clean air coming into the house and the inside environment stays really healthy, really nice air. So, you know, controlling its best. The problem we're seeing more though is that the houses are being built tight and that mechanical ventilation is not getting done. So then you've got a house that's really a little bit too tight. Uh, You can actually see oxygen levels drop. Uh, You can have all kinds of issues with that. The air conditioning system has to be spot on because if it doesn't run enough, we're not removing enough moisture. The moisture levels can get up. So things like that are problems that you see when one is too tight and doesn't have any mechanical ventilation. Mm. Yeah, I think about the mold. I instantly think Mm -hmm. about the mold. Something I never really, if you are... We have a lot of people that are transplants moving into the mm-hmm. area, uh, even if they're just moving from Tennessee or Georgia, where right. it's pretty humid. Yep. When they move here, you also have the salt air mm-hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, the humidity plays a huge factor. And actually, there was a question. Let me make sure I scroll back down to it. Do you install commercial dehumidification systems? We do. Yes. Okay. Do you and recommend a specific one? No, it's definitely depends on what you're doing with it. Because uh, when you say commercial, that opens up. I mean, you can get into a lot with commercial dehumidification. Doesn't have to be a lot, but it depends on the space and how much humidity you're dealing with. Uh, but yes, we certainly do. Okay. Excellent. Eight five zero four three seven sixteen twenty. Not to bring up the three letter word FPL. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, with rising rates and inflation, do you have any way to recommend any tips that you recommend to reducing our power bill each month? 
Sure. Um, a great question. There's lots of things. You know, the, the, the sealing up the house is like we were just talking about. Again, it has to be done the right way. But if the house is sealed and you're controlling the air in it, you're not letting that heat into the house in areas you don't want it coming in. Um, you know, you're, you're trying to seal out the heat and the humidity is what we're trying to seal out this time of year. So any of that that we keep out, then we don't have to remove it. And that, of course, lowers energy cost. Um, a big part of energy consumption is your AC system. So the more efficient your system is, the less it's going to cost you to run it. That is the same whether you've got a, a perfectly fine system now and keeping it running as efficiently as possible, meaning keeping the coals clean and all that good stuff, keeping the refrigerant charge where it's supposed to be. Um, or if you're going to look at an older system, you know, if you've got a system that's, say, 13, 15 years old, it's starting to get that time. You're definitely burning a lot of energy with that old system that you could put towards a new system that would greatly reduce the cost of your power bill. And that kind of offsets some of that new system. So I'm not a big proponent of going out and telling somebody, hey, you've got a 15 year old unit, it's done. I can't do anything for you, but put a new unit in. But if you're looking to save energy, that very well may be a conversation to have because there are some systems out there now, our variable speed system's amazing. And that thing, it, it can run at whatever level it needs to. We've referred to it before, like the accelerator in your car, that's how it works. It only runs as hard as it needs to it runs all day, but it's easier for it to run that way because it's not turning on and off, on and off. Your humidity stays a lot lower. It's quieter. It's got all kinds of benefits to it. So that's a conversation to have, too. If somebody's really concerned about getting that energy cost down, mm. that's a big bang right there. I feel like that's going to saving money is going to be one of our main topics mm -hmm. of conversation in general whether yep. it's over dinner yep. or at a coffee shop or at work it's going to be how do we really save money without cutting corners yep and we've i've had the conversation with a lot of people and i've told them you know jokingly you'll you'll pay off a lot of things in life but the energy company's not one of them <laughs> you're going to keep paying that one so you might as well get that one as low as you can yeah exactly it's I had a, a friend drop off her her kid yesterday and um, or her grandson and I was like I want to go ahead and apologize I keep this place like the back cave during the day and I don't turn on even any lights it's dark <laughs> I don't let it I, I like go old school she was like calling me granny I don't even let anybody turn on the TV <laughs> that's okay all that stuff and I try not to use the oven nothing you know but all of that stuff you're referring to it's a it's a twofold because the lights you know they they burn energy and all that stuff but they also produce heat so those things have to have that heat removed by your air conditioning system so not only are you using the energy there you're having to remove the heat that it produces so yeah it's a it's a twofer um so it's definitely something to think about i mean you don't have to live in a cave but <laughs> it, it is something to think about because all that stuff produce anything that produces heat your air conditioning system is going to have to take out um, that's why, you know, a lot of times people have a big party with a group of people over and they're like, it's getting hot in here. Yeah, your air conditioning system is now removing heat from all those people that came in your house, possibly a bunch of hot food they brought in. Yes. And it just gets overlooked. But, you know, I've I've done a lot of work with thermal cameras. And you'd be amazed when you turn on a thermal camera and start walking around the house at all the hot spots you see that you never really thought of. Ooh. I mean, walk by and just see like a phone charger plugged in. That thing looks like a fire on the wall. And it's, it's just it's, a phone charger. Actually, I bet that's scary. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it's funny when you realize it's just warm to the touch. But if you've got phone chargers plugged in all over your house over. and you've got stuff everywhere. And, you know, we've had a lot of customers call in with high power bills. And, of course, we're kind of involved with the AC part of it. 
and you kind of start looking around and walking through and they might have a little ice maker over here and a second refrigerator in the garage which it's hot as heck out there and that refrigerator never shuts off because it it's trying keep to going. keep up yeah. in that garage um, and little bitty things like that they just add up and it's like okay this is a lot of the the little things can kind of zap that uh, that don't have anything to do with the ac but then the ac does have to remove all the heat they produce so it's a it's a twofer yeah, you kind of think about doing that walkthrough. Okay, what area of the house? And not like a lamp, because obviously you turn it on. It's not just constantly generating mm -hmm. energy. Right. But yeah, you've got, whether it's a charging station or, yeah, a lot of people have that second fridge or deep freezer mm -hmm. in their garage. I yep. mean, the garage is like 125 degrees yeah. on a day like today. Yeah. Another thing I see a lot of are pull-down ladder accesses. I have one in my house where you you pull down your ladder access to get in your attic. Yeah. Well, that ladder access is just a little half inch to quarter inch piece of plywood it's is the small. only thing separating your attic from your house. And there's no weather stripping around that at all. When you start looking around a house with a thermal camera, that's like a fireplace. It's crazy. And they make zippered like an attic tent, I believe is what it's called. You can actually install over that ladder access. And it's not really much on insulation, but it's a zippered it zips so it seals the air off from coming down through that access and that's just another thing that i talk to customers about quite a bit that really isn't their air conditioning problem but if it keeps heat out of their house it helps the air conditioner so helps the air conditioner i can imagine probably helps prolong the life of it yeah and i mean then you're your just not having bill. to remove all that heat that's coming down through that ladder access and a lot of times that ladder access will be right in the middle of the house right where your return air grills are well, yeah. that's the most negative part of the house. Your air is sucking from there. So it'll suck that attic air out all around that door. And it's just an easy way to kind of help with the efficiency of the house. Yeah, we'd like efficiency. 850-437-1620. Got about three and a half minutes left with Travis Thompson from Climate Tech of Professional Air. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram or find them online at climatechproair.com call anytime like Travis was mentioning earlier and I love this there will be somebody to answer your call kind of walk you through things at first and schedule an appointment that's 850-857-4700 can you settle a debate uh, well Travis can oh I'm going to step out because I, I get to talk to you every day and I want to remain friends <laughs> um, is it true that if you keep your AC at 78 the house will eventually feel cool to you or is 72 a better number it will either one cost more money well the the cooler you keep it the more it will cost yes because your your house is bringing heat into it you know in the middle of the day so we're we're looking at a difference between the heat outside and the heat inside uh, so the the bigger that gap is the more your unit's going to have to run to maintain that gap so yes to keep it cooler is definitely going to cost more money um, will 78 feel better if you keep it that way? That's that's a toughie because I, you know, it, if it's one of those things, if I come in from outside and I've just been mowing the grass, 78 feels fantastic. Oh, now, right. after I've been in there for a couple of hours, I may be warm again. So, I, you know, that's a personal thing. And, and I deal with a lot of different customers. So I can say this, honestly, everybody's different. I have customers that will not turn their AC on until a certain date on a calendar and they don't care and it doesn't bother them at all. And when those customers do turn it on, they will turn it on 78 to 80. That's it. And they're perfectly fine, and they don't think anything of it. My grandparents grew up with no AC. I know, right? Uh, I mean, literally, till we were, I think I was 13 when we put AC in their house. So 
that that's a personal issue for sure. I've got other customers that will literally try to keep the house at 68 degrees all day long, every day. And I'm, I'm like, wow, that, and it feels cold. So that one, I can't say. <laughs> no, I, but I will say I did see a meme and it was hilarious, Travis. And of course, now you mentioned it. I did think of you at the time and it was my beautiful sister-in-law who is an indoor person mm -hmm. she said please don't invite me over if you keep your ac at 78 you lizards and <laughs> she that. knows that i will keep it at like 75 uh, hey let's wrap up real quick in the last minute any suggestions for keeping upstairs cool with a walk-in attic in the hallway definitely warmer upstairs it, well your heat's gonna rise so we usually always try to have two systems in an upstairs down here at stairs house or a zone system because no matter what you do you can seal the door off to try to keep as much of that heat out as possible but your heat's still going to rise you're going to have a difference so if you don't have a different control meaning a separate system or a zone system you're always going to struggle with that difference in temperatures upstairs and down okay excellent hey travis first of all thank you so much for hanging out with me this no, morning always a pleasure climatechproair.com call anytime 850-857-4700 any giveaways I don't have one right now. Not we need right to now. Do that. Okay. Yep. We're going to do you a giveaway to, yeah. soon. I'll have to Wait. get on that quick. Crocs. Crocs? No, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Not a croc guy. My kid has them. I'm out. I'm out. Hey, they make croc high heels now, so they are high oh, fashioned. Oh, <laughs> uh, keep your home cool and comfortable oh. this summer and don't wait to get that maintenance done. You don't want to wait for one of these 98 degrees days. I'm not talking Nick Lachey for you to call Travis and his team. And again, climatetechproair.com. Travis, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, ma'am.